The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today we radiate compassion with my friend Vincent Jenna, who's now been on, you've been on the show now three times, Vincent. That's oh, crazy. I, really? I'm I feel yeah. like your family now. I know, me too. Same. Definitely. Same. Definitely. And, um, Vincent, you are a psychic therapist yes. and a medium. Yes. So, yes, very interesting combination. I love it. And You've been in Greece with John Travolta and Olivia Newton John. I just think that's, that's right. Cool. Not the country. I've never been to no, the country. You've Greece. never been, been to the country. You should go. It's lovely. I know. I want to. That's on a bucket list. There you go. But how exciting. Uh, you just had a very interesting career. I'll just suffice it to say. So, <sighs> yes. Today we're radiating compassion and um but we're also talking about your book that is coming up called The Secret That's Holding You Back. I am so excited about that, Chris. Christy, thank you for bringing it up. Um, it really speaks to everything that's going on in the world today. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk with people, they'll express a belief that they have. Oh, I'm, I'm very caring. I'm very loving. Um, people, people really matter to me. Then you see them or hear them do something opposite. And when you try to point out, wait a minute, what you just said, I'm very compassionate, very loving, very caring, but you just judged and condemned that person. How could you be both? They really don't understand that for the most part, they don't believe what they think they believe. Because, yeah, there is an underlying set of beliefs that are more deep down inside of you that your brain pushed in there in order to protect you. And so, yes, you may think 
that you're more caring, then maybe you really are. Maybe you're not as caring with yourself, and it always starts there. It always starts with the self, Christy. Um, if, if we're, yeah, if we're capable of being judgmental on the outside, it's only because of what's been going on on the inside with yourself. Right, right. We talked about this the last time that you were on. That's right, we did. So the book is based on all of that and why, how it became so suppressed, why it became so suppressed, and why your mind and brain has done this, and that the brain has been in control of it, and then what to do to get out of it. But it really is, it's, it's, it's really hard-pressed for me, too, as a psychic therapist when I'm doing readings, to try to convince people what they're really believing. You know, they, they, you can see it more and more, especially today. I mean, look at what's going on in the world. People's defense mechanisms have really gotten stronger rather than weaker, right? right? Stress and crises does that. It tends to make the brain want to protect the human part of you even that much more. Right, makes just, you want to hunker down and hunker in. Oh, absolutely. But what you're hunkering into is what you think is this life preserver, but it's a life preserver made of lead. And it's causing you to sink even further mm. because you can't pull yourself out of it. It's like, and we've talked about this with relationships, right? How many times people are insistent that, oh, I'm ready for a relationship. I want a relationship. I've done everything I can. But, oh, you know, the people out there, they're just not the right type. And, and I'm really picky. I'm not going for anybody. When in reality, it's because they're believing, well, I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. But it's really difficult to get them to see that. Well, that's, again, what my book is all about. But they have to understand that with today's day and age and everything that's going on with this stress, that layer gets thickened even more so, even more so. You know how you get a callus from an injury? Sure. And if you keep hitting it or you keep rubbing it, what happens to the callus? It keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and really thick. I mean, gosh, they've got, you know, razor blades and, and foot scrapers for all those foot calluses that we get, right, from rubbing up against bad shoes. Well, the exact same thing happens with our defense mechanisms. You keep rubbing up against some stress or negativity, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker, and you it's so hard for you to really see what you're really feeling and believing. And, um, and, and I understand that. And I think that's why I want to radiate compassion because I understand why people are acting the way they are. Now, it doesn't excuse them. Doesn't it, you know, it, it's not, you can't go smacking somebody and then turn around and say, well, my defense mechanism is strong. I'm so sorry about that. You know, no, you got to work on it. You got to understand it. But that's what the secret that's holding you back. It goes into such depth about this. I mean, we're brushing the surface just by talking about it. But you understand what I mean by that, right? Don't you see that even with some of the people you work with? Oh, absolutely. That their their defense mechanisms are getting in the way. They feel like they need to be justifying themselves and making excuses and, you know, just protecting themselves. Absolutely. 
And they're insistent upon what they think they believe. And you can show them, and and it's so funny because you actually get a defense mechanisms for your defense mechanism. Really, it's funny. It's like a layer upon a layer. So you can turn around and you can tell them, well, do you really have to be that hard? Do you really think it's like that? Well, that's my opinion, and, and I'm going to stand by it. And I was like, um, okay, so what does that mean? Because it's your opinion, does that make you right? Does that make what you're feeling and believing right? Well, I have a right to my opinion. So now they got another defense to the fact that they have an opinion and their opinion is a defense to what they think they believe. And now, and so they keep adding the layers and you're like, wait a minute, just because you said you have a right to an opinion still does not make that an opinion, a good valid one. And that's the other thing, opinions and facts. I love that because now everybody seems to be able to make lower choices, let their own defense mechanisms get in the way and use the excuse well, that's my opinion. Right. Well, well, you know what? I remember when there were some wars going on and the terrorists even that were doing terrible things that their opinions were that we should be dead. So I guess that because it was their opinion, it was okay. Right. So how it's my job, and 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 Christy, I'm sure you run up against this too when you're working with some people and they're asking me and they want to know, how do I grow? How do I evolve? How do I fulfill my dreams? I'm like, well, do you understand? Can I can I keep showing you what you're doing? that's getting in your way, you're constantly convincing yourself that you do believe in yourself. You're convincing yourself that you do love yourself. You're convincing yourself that you do think you're worthy of that promotion at work. When you're not believing that, you're not, absolutely not believing that. And they look at you. And so how do we shift from this uh, shifting to believing that? A lot of drugs. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I think they had something back in the 60s. Let me tell you, everybody was peace and, and harmony and, oh, look at the stars. They're amazing. You know what I this is like, I swear that people have gotten so uptight. And, and yes, and I actually, I bring up the 60s. It's really funny. Of course, I joke about it. But that was the reason why they used drugs. Because, and, and there was scientific evidence with LSD and psilocybin, which was magic mushrooms and what was in LSD, that people were having these higher dimensional experiences. Right. 
Exactly. And they didn't know how to do it on their own because what was going on during the 60s, right? We had the Vietnam War. We had the Korean War. We had, oh, my gosh, you know, all of this. Kent State right. people getting shot in riots and stuff. Right. And, and so the drugs allowed them to feel what we are naturally made of and capable of doing ourselves without drugs, without drugs. And we're getting so far away from that now. So when you ask me, like, how do we get there? It's a, it really is a, a, a trusting, a letting go process. First, you have to trust yourself so much, you're willing to let go of what you think you believe in order to discover what you really believe. Right. That takes a tremendous amount of courage and trust, Christy. You really think about that. I had to do that myself. So I understand what that feels like. And I had to do it later in my life. I was in my 50s already when somebody was telling me, you don't believe in yourself. I'm like, what? Get out of here. I come this far. And this is while I was already starting at this work. I was doing this work for a while since I was 28 years old. But of course, I was only able to get so far with it. I couldn't get any further. And I kept asking why. Why can't I get further? What am I doing wrong? Do I need to take another class? Do I need to do this? Am I saying the wrong thing? And all I kept hearing then was, no, you don't believe in yourself. But no, of course I believe in myself. That's ridiculous. I wanted to be so good, so bad that I was willing to completely strip myself of everything I thought I believed in. And I had some really strong beliefs. As a matter of fact, people used to say I was narrow-minded because I was so firm to my beliefs. I said, no, 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 no. There's a difference here. I'm very, I'm going to believe in my beliefs 100% or not at all. I'm not going to believe in them 50% or 10%, 100% with the understanding that I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, I'll find that out. But when you at least believe in your beliefs, but but what I'm talking about really believe, not just hold on as a defense mechanism, but I believed in my values, I believed in everything and willing enough that it gave me the courage to say, all right, I can let go and I really wanna know what do I really believe in? And whatever I don't believe in, I'll be the first to find out, right? I'll be the first to find out that that's wrong. Oh, wow. That was not, that's your, I do have to let go of that. I got to change my belief there, right? So yes, I do have convictions, but I'm also wanting to always grow. Right. So courage, it took me courage to turn around and say, all right, show me what it is that I am not believing in. And the answer came back, yourself. Yeah. And that was very difficult for me to hear, but I was so grateful and blessed to have asked the question because at least I was given the answer as to what I needed to work on. And was this conversation with your guides 
What did, how did this come about? Okay, well, this is what you need to do. This is not just for me. The universe, right, right, right. your guide, spirit, they're all on your side, mm -hmm. right? And your higher self. Right. So you've got the human mind and you've got your soul's mind. You have to be able to let go. What takes courage is letting go of the human mind. And to be able to say, okay, universe which is what everything is connected to, the spirit. So instead of saying, hey, angels, hey, my guides, hey, spirit, God, hey, my soul, I just say, hey, universe, okay, oh, hey, universe. Right. Shorthand, yes. Absolutely. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm ready. Come on. I give it to me. I'm, I don't care if you knock me all the way down. I'm letting go of all my convictions. I'm letting go of all my beliefs. Show me, show me. I want so bad to experience my greatest existence here. I'm willing to do whatever I need to do. I'm willing to change whatever beliefs I need to change. Bring it on. And I was waiting and I had my teeth grit and bared and I was like this a lot. Oh God, I don't want to see what you're going to tell me. And all I heard was the hardest thing of all, you know, Which was, tell me a whole bunch of other things, but tell me, I don't believe in myself. Mm. I'm teaching this stuff. What do you mean? I don't believe in my, you don't believe in yourself. And here's how, and the way the message comes through, it wasn't a voice. See, here's what's, here's what's spectacular about the universe, Christy. Everybody in it knows that if I just give you an intuitive or inspirational message, you probably won't listen to it because you talk yourself out of it anyway. Right. So I'm going to have to do this on the outside of you. I'm going to have to send somebody to you, right? A human. So this is exactly what happened. A friend of mine was becoming a life coach, an adult friend. And she needed some students to practice on. Now, she, she came to me right away knowing, she says, look, Vince, I know you could be teaching me this stuff, but I don't have anybody else. Could you at least go along with me? And I went, no problem. And so we worked together week after week, and it was so much fun because she knew. And I would laugh, and I would never correct her or anything like that. I'd let her own teachers do that. So I just acted as the student. And then one day, after all the questioning, she said, oh, my God. I just discovered something about you. And I'm like smiling, laughing, go, go ahead. Yeah, what is it? You don't believe in yourself. And I was like, no, yeah, okay. How did you come to that? Well, listen to everything you said. And she repeated, she was taking notes. She repeated things I had said back to her. And I was like, well, that certainly does sound like somebody who doesn't believe in himself, doesn't it? Are you kidding? I said those things? Wow. Yes. The moment she said that, it was a burst of energy went through my entire body like I just won the lottery or that I got seven sevens in a row in Las Vegas at the slot machine and the machines are going bing, 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 bing. Mm -hmm. And my body was telling me that. And my heart was telling me that, but my emotions, well, I, I teared up. I was like, that's can't be possible. 
I had, I carried so much confidence in my life. People told me that all the time. Oh, you should be on TV. Oh, you should be an actor. Well, I did perform. Oh, why aren't you the lead? Why aren't you doing more acting? You, you have that. You just have the it factor, the it factor. That was all out of false belief and false confidence because we have the capacity to do that too. Right. The bravado rather than courage. Right. Exactly. But here's how you know it's false. Mm-hmm. It only can take you so far. Right. It cannot take you to your dreams. Eventually, it wears out, it falls apart, it loses its power, its putter, and it just fizzes out. And you just reach your glass ceiling. And that's why I needed to ask what's going on here. And it wasn't until I heard that, once I heard that, yes, it hurt. It did, I'm going to admit it. To allow yourself and the courage to hear what you really believe about yourself is painful. I'll admit it, which is the reason why your mind keeps you from feeling those emotions. But it is the greatest pain you, you know when you go for a massage, Christy, mm-hmm. and, and there are some people who love trigger point massages, right? I mean, get those fingers down into the muscles as deep as you can. I always hated that kind of pain, which is the reason why I never had great gains physically in my life, because I didn't want to push myself to feel the pain to do it, right? Even when I'm working out, oh, there's the first burn. Okay, that's it. I'm done. No more reps, you know? but you've got to sometimes go past it. This is what my wife does. She loves those massages and she's always coming home going, oh my gosh, it hurts so much, but I feel so good. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. Yeah, I mean, you have to get down to break down the muscle before it can be built back up. Same with, you know, working out. The the burn is what destroys the muscle fiber so it can be built back up. Of course. 
Mm -hmm. And so does recognizing what you're really believing about yourself. It breaks down the scar tissue that may be in the muscle, the knot that may be in the muscle. Mm -hmm. It breaks that down so you now can get to the strength of the muscle, right? Right. And, and, And the flexibility of the muscle. Well, that's exactly the same thing with emotions and beliefs. And, and the interesting part, just like, and we'll stay with that analogy because I like it for a bit. When, when we feel those knots, they're still small. They're not the majority of your muscle. Right, even though sometimes it can feel like you're one big knot, right? Your muscles are still bigger than the knots, but you'll swear that the knots, because they're getting in the way and they're so painful, they take up everything. They're my entire body. Well, it's the same thing with those negative self beliefs. They're not your entire self. They're not the truth of who you are. They're a small little knot, relatively speaking, based on the experiences you went through. And once you break those down, which doesn't take a tremendous amount of time and effort, it takes a lot of practice, then you're left with the true beliefs that were given to you upon your creation. You're magnificent, you're divine, you're unlimited. And that you're capable of doing what you want, you're worthy, you're deserving. All of those God traits that, you know, we we call, that's who we are. And sometimes you can't get to that because of all those knots, because of all those scars, because of all those hurts. But you break them down. I was having this discussion with somebody else. Um, uh, it, was, it was another host on another podcast that I was talking about this. And I said, while you're going through this process and this practice of, of getting to the truth and trying to break those habits and being aware all the time of those negative self-beliefs, yes, it seems tedious and you have to pay attention. It's, it's a daily it's a daily work, not just, not just weekends or because your mind is thinking and, and working all the time. Right. And if you are not conscious of what you are thinking internally, it's going on by itself and manifesting your life at the same time. Right. So, yes, it seems tedious when you are on the other side. And you are now manifesting what you want. Now you're, and it can't, it doesn't have to be everything yet, but you're in that direction. You tend to forget all the pain that you were going through while doing the initial hard work. It's, it's so funny. I liken it to women having babies. I was just thinking the same thing. Sounds like childbirth. <laughs> The funny thing is that that most people don't realize this other than women. Women have a special hormone Mm -hmm. intentionally that is secreted after she gives birth to a child that makes her forget the pain of the birth. So that's the only way that she would have another baby. Otherwise, if you remember the pain, forget it. Now, some women, of course, 
it gets that dramatic. And yeah, I know I'm not doing this again, but for the majority of women, the natural woman, that hormone is secreted, that pain is forgotten. There wouldn't be 8 billion people on the face of the earth if all women remembered that pain. Now, unfortunately, the men don't have any hormone whatsoever. And I remember my wife's pain and mine that I went through uh, giving birth here, you know? So there's, I had to do that mentally myself. But it's the same thing as doing this personal work. It's almost as if there is a hormone of euphoria that is secreted when you get to the other side and you start seeing your life manifesting in the direction you want. It's so joyous. It's so wonderful that when you look back, when I look back, and even though I've worked so many years on it, I'm like, I, I don't think I did that much work on it. it. It it seemed easy when I know it wasn't. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that's the, I think the hallmark of it is that, yes, it's a lot of work, just like a a relationship. And you've been, you've been married forever and you know that it takes a lot of work, but the work should be joyful. Oh, it is. It proves to be joyful when I, and, and really even my wife and I, well, we've been married 44 years together, 49 this year. We just celebrated our 49th first date anniversary. In March, March 9th. It was fabulous. We had a great time. Wonderful. Yes, right? 49 years. And when we look at it and people ask her, well, it must have taken you a lot of work to be with her. And we joke. Everybody jokes with her. It's just like, oh, my God, you're an angel in order to be with him for that many years. You know what I mean? That's because I'm the big mouth one and the psychic medium and stuff like that. So they always give her credit for having more patience. But when we look back and what she said, she says, well, yeah, it took some work, but we don't ever remember the amount or the difficult level of the work that it was because it was joyful, because it always ended up with our love growing even more so, Mm -hmm. right? So when you grow, see, what people don't like, Christy, is putting in a lot of work without any results. Right, absolutely, yeah. So, and I get those clients 
who will be on the phone with me and they're like, I've done so much work. I know I've been, I was tortured when I was younger and abused and I've been to a counselor for years and I've done all that inner child work, but I still can't get in a relationship and I still can't, and I've got to tell them, well, I know you did a lot of work, which is actually what got you to where you are today at least, but you're kind of not done because now you've got to do the real work, the work of acknowledging that you don't believe in or love yourself. You functioned and got here with all the work that you did do, which was able to let you make friends and go to work and make money for yourself and stay healthy. But yes, that primary thing about attracting love, well, let's get back in there and do something else. And it's like, they get so frustrated. I'm like, well, <clears throat> I don't want to say that really, truly, if you were doing the real deep work to start with, you would already be attracting the love. You did the survival work. And that's what most therapy does. It's, it's very constructive. And of course, I, I was a therapist, a psychotherapist myself, and absolutely, um, you know, support therapy and help. It's absolutely important and vital. However, if you think about it, we're body, mind, and spirit. A therapist is not working on your spirit, working on your mind. He or she is working on your mind. But the spiritual part of you is connected to something deeper. And so, yes, your mind may give you coping skills now to get through the day, to be able to get to work, to be able to apply for maybe a better job, but to be able to fulfill your dreams to be able to really fulfill all of who you are that you know you are, your true potential, you have to go deeper. You now have to go to a spiritual level. And the spiritual level requires advanced work. Your PhD, not just your master's, not just your BA or your degree high school diploma. It requires PhD work going in and understanding that I'm more than just this human part and I need to not just care, but unconditionally love and believe in myself. And it's not impossible right? because people to achieve that. So I'm not giving you an idealistic view of what we can be. I'm giving you the purpose of why we're here. And it's to discover that to discover our divinity and within whatever lifetime you're in. Yes, it's the reason why we've come back many lifetimes because it's taken us a long time. However, we are capable and it's based on the choices we make. And I hate to say it, but sometimes misery and what you're used to, even if you know their lower choices, is a security blanket because it's all you know and you hold on to that. Even knowing, okay, I know I'm a negative person, but that's me and I just have to accept that and you hold on to it. There's a lot of people who won't let go of that. Who won't let go of their illnesses. That's true, yes. Yeah, I worked with several of them. 
they'll hold on to them because they make good excuses or they're, it's, a, it's an unconscious way of getting the attention that they don't normally get, right? If they're, if they're the ones that are sick, now people have to pay attention to them. You can always tell that person by going into Facebook and seeing what they post. And that's why I love it. Everybody complains about Facebook, and I can see the layperson and why they would dislike a lot of Facebook. But as a practitioner, I love Facebook because number one, it gives me material for my next lecture. True. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And number two, it lets me know where a group of people's mindset is. Right? Mm -hmm. This is like you can't heal a problem unless you know what the problem is and the issue is. And I've been able to help so many people strictly from seeing some postings on Facebook. And you can tell those people who, oh, my gosh, they, there's a difference between, oh, I had to go to the hospital today, you know, but things are better and I'm so grateful. I feel blessed, yada, yada, yada. Then the ones that list a laundry list, oh, my gosh, I'm this and that and it's terrible and my husband left me, my wife divorced me, um, went off, I had an affair, I don't know what to do, you know, on and on and on and on and on. And you know what they're seeking and needing. Right? You know what they're seeking and needing, and it's because of everything that they lacked before and what they didn't get fed before. And again, that's what my book is about. I tell great stories in my book of clients yeah. I had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I use those stories to illustrate a part of the learning that I'm trying to teach them so that the reader can go and look into their lives and see, oh, wait a minute, I've experienced that. Maybe that's where I am right now. Oh, I, I can relate to that person and that person's reading. Maybe I need to do this and that and this and that. So so it's definitely a relatable book. Um, the other thing I did is I started a Facebook page because I want people to go to it after reading it to be able to share their, their experiences and I will communicate with them. I wanna be able to communicate with the readers. What's your problem? What's the block you're coming up against after you read this? I am looking for this page now. What is it called, Vincent? It's called The Secret That's Holding You Back. Of course, of right. course. So of course it's nothing really on it right now because the, the book is not readable because uh, it doesn't come out until uh, June 21st, but everybody can pre-order it. It really helps. Uh, that's it the really thing. does. Did you ever, I mean, I, I forgot. Did you write a book? I did. I, I authored a chapter of a book and the pre-orders made it an international bestseller. You see, that's what's really important that a lot of people have to understand, especially nowadays with Amazon, and it gives the ranking and it actually pushes it out there so that by the time it is released, exactly. then, you know, it's, it's, you know, already a big hit, but that's fabulous. See, yeah, I got to follow your formula. <laughs> well, now this, I, as far as I understand, this is your first book you've done news abc nbc you've done all kinds of shows you've had things written about you featured but this is your first book 
it is I've written a lot of journal articles for right. publications um, right. asked me to write for them. But yes, this is my first book and I was very fortunate to have a publisher and it's really interesting because when I was writing it and originally sending it out, I, it was a different book. It was a different book. Oh yeah, book. absolutely. Here we go again with that courage and that confidence to let go. Absolutely. I was insistent that the book I wrote was the one that was supposed to be out there. And it included a lot of my memoir. And every major publishing company said, no, they all received it, they all read it. And they said, no, it's a memoir more than it's a self-help, we don't want it. Going, I'm gonna find somebody who wants it, I'm gonna find somebody. And I had even friend publishers that said, no. And I didn't wanna publish it myself. So I still was looking for a traditional publisher. And I said, God, you just look, do me a favor. If it needs to change, I'll change it. Okay, I'll change it. Within that week, I got a publisher. And the publisher is G&D Media. Now their logo is the ampersand. It looks like the ampersand sign in the middle, but it's not. It's the G and the D again, but put in a way that looks like an ampersand sign. But when you look at the whole thing together, it looks like G-O-D. I would imagine, yeah, that sounds about right. And I went, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, whatever they say, come to find out they offer me a contract without ever reading the book. Oh my goodness. Now, no other publisher did this, but what the publisher, the owner did, and he used to be the director of the audio division of Simon & Schuster, and he did so well that he started his own publishing company with major speakers like Zig Ziglar, Bernie Siegel, Bob Proctor, you know, God rest his soul, um, and major people, major speakers. He went to my website, and he looked up everything he could about me. He watched my video interviews. And then he assigned, he said, I'll get a good editor with him who will get the better book out of him. And that's exactly what he did. But I had, to, and she wrote me, the editor said, okay, I'm gonna work with you. I'm gonna tell you right now, we're changing your book. Yeah. And I had to go, okay. But you know what? She brought the better book out of me. This book, I am very proud of. It's very powerful. I've already had major authors read it that went, wow, you know, this is information that's needed now. And so I let, again, I let go of what I thought I believed that was right. Right, right, right. You know, I think I believe everybody needs an editor. Every writer needs an editor. Um, it's just going to make it a better, a better book, a better article, a better product. Now, why did you think that it needed to be written now? What was this? You know what? Because Christy, it's it shows like you your show um the work that i do that people are thrive they're hungry 
Yeah. And if you look at the history and the time periods of people's belief systems since the beginning of time, um, they they first turned to this the religion, right? Especially in the beginning, it was all about the religion because of all the superstitions, and they were still trying to learn and put things together and think of the gods, the god of sun, the god of fire, the god of lightning and rain, right? So religion was what they were turning to for answers. But then after a while, that didn't serve their purpose. And then all of a sudden, the advent of science came around. Well, we have the answers to life. And and they were making so much sense. So people started turning and listening to the Newtons and and, uh, all of them, whether it be, you know, Sigmund Freud, Albert Einstein, um, even Leonardo da Vinci with a lot of his scientific discoveries. So people were turning to that. And after a while, again, they weren't getting their answers, but how do I change my life and improve my life? So religion wasn't it, though they tried to turn back to religion now that it was formed a little bit more and there was more of them. It wasn't just Judaism. Now there was Christianity and all different sects of Christianity and then another one and then another one. But then now Buddhism and now others. Then all of a sudden, the advent, the new age movement came along, which actually went back to the beginning and took ancient wisdom, not about the sun gods and the fire gods, but the intuitive wisdom that some people were writing about. And they went back to that to open up the doors. So that helped them now. They understood they were a little bit more than just their physical bodies. But that was the child's version of it. I call it the middle school version of spirituality. You know, okay, we're more than, and you can meditate to calm yourself, okay? And there is a law of attraction, but now they're like, why isn't that law of attraction working for me? More of that information is out in the public, and they're still not understanding why it's not working. The original title of my book is God, It's Not Working. And, um, but then it just, you know, morphed into this beautiful book of the secret that's holding you back because now people are saying, all right, I want the advanced class. I don't want, don't hold me by the hand anymore. I've always been referred to as the tell it like it is psychic. Right. And some people have a hard time with me because even though I'm very loving and compassionate when you come to me for a reading, but I'm going to tell you what you're doing wrong. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. I liken it like this, and I don't know, stop me if I, I said this on your last show. It's like you and I are walking down the streets of Manhattan and I'm looking up and I see a piano that's being moved from the 40th floor to the 50th floor and the string breaks, the rope breaks, and the piano is headed right towards us. So I have one of three choices. I can run across the street and say, sorry, sucker, that's your karma, not mine, right? And leave you to make your own decision. Let the piano smash you. Or I can do it the original spiritual way, the new age way of, I'm sorry, I really, it's not my right to interfere in your life or even make any suggestions or judgments, but I just wanted to let you know, before I even get out half the sentence, the piano's on top of it. Not so. Mm -hmm. 
or I grab you by your shoulders and I throw you aside and go with you. Now, in that process, you may land down on the ground and sprain or break your wrist or your leg, but I've saved your life. So when I'm working with you, how would you like me to work with you? Would you like me to help you save your soul and get you the way you want to go? Or do you want me to be mamsy pamsy and hold you by the hand and tell you nice, fuzzy, warm, bunny rabbit things? And you still don't get what you want. What do you want? Exactly. Great. And then, so this book does that, huh? Yes, now, it does. You've got some exercise, you've got some some advice, you've got some exercises in this book. Can you share some of that with us now? Yeah, well, I'll actually share one of the exercises. It's called the um, 3A system, which I really like, um, because the, the most important thing is recognizing, number one, any of your negative thoughts. That's the first thing that will lead you to understand you're believing in something that's getting in your way about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's all self-beliefs, really. And all your external beliefs about life and the world start from your beliefs about yourself. So we start from the inside before we even look to the outside. And that's even the mental process of the human brain as you're developing, okay? Mm -hmm. So... The first exercise is anytime you have a negative thought, doubt, fear, um, worry, even if it smells negative, you have to stop and acknowledge that, all right? In psychology, that's called metacognition. In new age, it's called mindfulness, right? Paying attention to what you're thinking. If you're not paying attention to what you're thinking, you're going through the day numb and you've just missed a day of any stimulation, good, bad, or indifferent. And then you wonder why you feel like your life has just gone past you and that, that you've missed everything. Okay. It's primarily because you're not paying attention. So the first A is, is acknowledge. Acknowledge is, I'm sorry, aware. Now I'm forgetting my own process. I got to go read my book again. Is aware. Be aware of that negative feeling and stop. The second A is acknowledge. Acknowledge where it's coming from. I say this in the book and I tell you now, and this is one of the hardest things for all people to believe. Every adult adult is rational reasonable reliable and stable those of course who are mentally healthy yes there is the outliers who have some mental pathologies but i'm talking about the average normal person the adults are always rational reasonable reliable and stable it doesn't seem that way does it that's because the child isn't children aren't rational, reasonable, reliable, or stable. They're over-emotional, they're over-reactive, they catastrophize, right? So therefore, anytime you have a doubt, a fear, a worry, anything negative, you have to acknowledge that it is not coming from the adult you, that fear and worry is coming from the child 
you. Mm -hmm. But the adult you would be able to say, oh, okay, yes, it's, it is pouring outside. So let me just get my raincoat or umbrella and I'll be fine. The child in you would be saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get a cold now. I can't believe it's raining like that. Oh, this is terrible. That's not the adult. That's the child. So you acknowledge it's coming from the child. And you can always do a connect the dot to figure out how it comes from your inner child. Right? Okay. Maybe when you were growing up, Mom always said before you went to school, oh, it's raining outside. You better get your raincoat, put an extra sweater on. Oh, you got your galoshes on. You're, I don't want you getting sick. You always get sick when it's cold, when it's raining outside. You got to carry the umbrella too. Call me when to, you get to school and make sure that you're not wet, right? And, and to any degree of that, that was the message you kept receiving, the message you kept receiving. So now inside of you, you've got this fear that if the weather is bad, you're going to get sick, you're going to get ill, you're going to, something terrible is going to happen to you, all because of what was ingrained in your inner child. So you can connect the dot that it has nothing to do with the adult experiencing the rain. It has to do with that bottom line there. Oh, I'm, I'm weak. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong. I'm going to get sick. So I, this is terrible. All right. Then the third A is the most important day, and that is affirm. Affirm the truth to that inner child, that voice you just heard. No, that's okay. No, you're not. Look at how far you've come. How many times have you gotten wet before and you never got sick? You're strong. You're great. You've been eating really well. Your immune system is, is boosted. You went, you got your vaccination, you got your booster, you're not going to get sick, you're not going to get the coronavirus, you're doing great. And every time you do that, you're disempowering that inner child's negative voice. Because you got to remember, in between your conscious mind and all your unconscious minds is your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the automatic responder. It does physical things automatically, but it also does emotional things and belief things automatically, depending upon how it was trained. So the more you consciously retrain your subconscious mind, the more you're putting all of that out. But you can't let it go, and here's where the work comes in. You can't do the 3A process once a week. Like maybe you do meditation, or maybe that you decide to, to go to a spiritual center just once a week, whatever. You have to do that on a daily basis because believe me, that inner voice, that child's voice of you is speaking daily with all sorts of things, right? Like you're at work and your boss makes some comment that, really doesn't mean anything about you, but you get all upset and you're, it just ruins your day. Oh my gosh, my boss hate me. Stop. Wait a minute. Where is that coming from? Be aware of that negative voice. 
Ah, it's got to come from my inner child. And if you have to do the connected dot, do the connected dot. All right, why would you get upset because of what your boss said? Bring it all the way down. Well, I remember when mom and dad used to be critical of me. Well, what did that do? They, they were critical too. Um, it made me feel bad about myself. It made me feel that it wasn't good enough. Oh, wait a minute. Your boss just criticized you. Is that making you feel like you're not good enough? Yeah, that made me feel like I'm not good enough. Wow. Now you do the third part. No, that's not true. Of course, you're good enough. This isn't about me. You probably had a bad day, right? This isn't about you. You're such a good guy. You did a lot of work. You're not irresponsible. I'm not saying that's easy, but it's oh. necessary. No, we've got to dig. We've got to get down to the root of it and pull that root out. I mean, that's what I do in my Reiki practice too. We we acknowledge acknowledge the emotions. We figure out where it comes from. We do the releasing around it. Yeah, it, it's it's necessary. You've got to dig that infection out. You do. You know, it's it's so funny because it, I liken it also to. Um, we go to a dentist, what? We're supposed to go twice a year for a cleaning and get the mm -hmm. exam and everything like that. And if you have a cavity, yeah, it's going to require some discomfort to get the cavity. But do you know what people go through that don't go to dentists? The diseases that they get in their mouth? And it, it can even, a disease or infection in one of your teeth can actually kill you because it's the closest to the brain, right? You can get an infection. So yes, it does cause some discomfort, but man, oh man, oh man, does it feel better when you're walking around with a great smile and some non-diseased teeth, you know? So it's the same thing internally. Yes, it causes some discomfort, but man, oh man, there is evidence when you start this work. So that's a 3A process. I love that. And so your book has other processes as well. Oh, but it does. It does. It has a three R process. Oh. I also do a great um, personification med meditation, which is oh. wonderful. Um, and yes, and then of course I give a lot of resources, which is one of the reasons why I created that page, my my Facebook page, because I want the readers to be able to take their experience someplace. There's going to be a community of people who are sharing their difficulties or their successes and their their triumphs by going through this book. And when you start to see that others are having the same issues or the same triumphs, it makes it even that much stronger for you of an experience. So yeah. that's what I'm very excited about. And I've got all the support to be able to, to do that, you know? That's wonderful. So the book is The Secret That's Holding You Back. I see it's on Amazon available yes. for pre-order. And where else will it be available? Oh, well, you can get it at Target. You can get it at any online place if you'd like to go. Um, somebody asked me if they can go to one of their local places. Yes, they can, as long as they have an online presence or wait until the book comes out June 21st. Uh, it's at Barnes & Noble as well, if you go online. Of course, Amazon helps to rate it 
that much better to get it out into the world and make it more international um, and makes it easier. And if you do go to Amazon, I have the introduction chapter and the first chapter there so that you can yeah. even get an idea of what's in the book, my writing style. Um, hopefully you enjoy it. It, it. I write the way I speak. And that could be a good thing or a bad thing. You're going to have to determine that. So read it. It'll be really fascinating to see what you think about it. Um, and so the reviews, my bio's there. So Amazon does have a lot, which is one of the reasons why it's so advantageous to go there. And it is the number one new release in philosophy, methodology, psychology. I'm so excited about that, that as soon as it went out there, People from all over the world have been pre-ordering it. So it's fabulous. That is so exciting. I am thrilled for you, Vince. And I think this, well, A, this needs to get out into the world. And B, you know, it's about time we hear from you in a yes. book. It is so necessary. Now, you did ask that. I don't think I finally answered that question. The time is now, like I said, they want more. They need more because the crises and the trauma is not stopping it's only increasing but people want to know and inside of them their souls are telling them there is an answer there is hope you can be in control of your life and this is how do the work get the book do the work I love that. So we can find out more about you at vincentjenna.com. That's Vincent and Jenna with a G.com. And has it has all of your media, well, maybe not all of them, but because you have so many media appearances. Yeah. And a couple more, yeah. which is great. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah, those are super fun. And then ways to con connect with you, contact you, um, everything Vincent Jenna is at vincentjenna.com. Thank you right. so much for joining me today. I always have such a great time talking with you. Oh, my gosh. Christy, Christy, I feel like I'm mirroring you because you, you are such a spectacular energy. Oh. And I love the fact that we have been brought together because too yeah. many of us um, are trying to do this work alone and and it's so much more powerful and empowering by coming together with souls and and that's the other thing for everybody out there the more you do this work the more do not worry if i can give one piece of advice christy sure. all i keep seeing is posts of don't associate yourself with the bad people, the negative people, the people that drain your energy. Don't associate with them. Let me tell you something. You attract the people in your life. So number one, if you are surrounded by nothing but negative people, then I would definitely take a journey inside and find out where your negativity is so you can release it. But if you do this work, I promise you, you won't have to seek out the positive lights. You will have them surrounding you automatically without any effort. And, and I say that, Christy, because I feel that my light attracted you into my life. And that's what validates that I must be doing something right. Oh my gosh. I remember hearing you on Jim Harold's show. I think it was. And I got in touch with you like right then and there. 
You did, and I just did another Jim Harold show. So I love fabulous. him. Yes, he's fabulous. Oh, and that's what I mean. Yeah, well, love, I it. love you too. Well, yes, absolutely. Back at you, big guy. It's been such a pleasure talking with you today. Same here. And we'll talk again. We always do. We always do. That's right, Soul Sister. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Talk to you soon, friend. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.